Welcome to the How to Stop Being Broke podcast, where the mission is to change your mindset about how you manage your finances so you can build a financial future that you can be proud of. My name is Bella Jones and I am your host. So relax, sit back, and let's jump into today's conversation. Hey, 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 so we are back for another episode. And in today's episode, I really want to talk more about credit, why it is so important, as well as the benefits of having good credit. So when it comes to credit, it is one of those things that most of us don't really care about until we actually need it for something. And more times than not, by the time you do care about it, it is usually too late to do anything about it in the time frame that you actually need to use it. So for example, when you are looking to purchase a vehicle, when you are looking to purchase a home, if you have not already looked at your credit and have not been actively working on it, By that point, your credit kind of is what it is. And if you need to purchase that car like right then and there, if you need to rent that apartment right then and there, there's not much you can do to actually fix your credit, right? Because as we know, working on your credit does take time. So this is why if you are in a position where you do not need your credit for anything, now is a fantastic time to actually start working on it. So let's first talk about why credit is so important. So credit really touches so many aspects of our lives that I think we tend to lose sight of that, especially if we're not really thinking about it or if we're not even focusing on it. So when it comes to having good credit, some of the obvious things are, right, when you're looking to purchase a home, you need to have good credit. But even if you are not in a space where you are looking to become a homeowner, Even if you're trying to rent or lease an apartment, your credit is going to matter. Your potential landlord wants to see your credit history, your payment history. What kind of outstanding debts do you have? Have you defaulted on a previous um, landlord, right? So your credit is going to play a role. Now, when it comes to renting an apartment, obviously the credit requirements is not as strict as it is when it comes to home ownership, um, but your credit does play a role. You may even be in a situation where because your credit scores are so low, the landlord may require you to pay an extra security deposit. So if they normally only want one month security deposit, they may want you to pay two or three months worth of security in order for you to move in. Now, when it comes to your credit, it can also play a role to secure or to maintain employment. There are certain jobs and certain career fields that do require you to have good credit. They want to know that you are credit worthy. So I also have known someone who has lost a job because of their credit. I know someone else who did not get a job because of their credit. So again, you really want to make sure that if you are in an industry where your credit matters, or if you are planning on going into an industry where your credit matters, you want to work on your credit ASAP. Now, of course, your credit does play a role in many other aspects in regards to 
buying a vehicle, getting a credit card, and even in some situations, being able to turn on utilities. Even the cell phone providers are looking to run your credit to decide on whether or not to let you become a customer. So your credit does touch so many parts of your life. And again, working on it before you need it is really the best place to be. Now let's jump into the benefits of having good credit, right? Because I think by hearing the benefits, it may even give you that motivation you need to start working on your credit if you can see what it can look like for you on the other side. So the first great thing about having good credit is that it gives you the power to negotiate, right? So for example, when you are going to buy a vehicle or if you're going to purchase a home, you can shop around to get the best deal for you. And when you have good credit and the lender knows that, they are going to negotiate because they want your business. They don't want you to go somewhere else. So for example, when you are going to purchase a vehicle at a dealership and you are financing, right? When you have good credit, you can take your business elsewhere and the dealer knows that. So with that being said, you are in a great position to negotiate the deal to your liking, meaning you can negotiate the price of the car. You can negotiate some free add-ons to the car. You can negotiate a better extended warranty, right? The ball is really in your court and you are in a better position to negotiate because you can technically take your business elsewhere because you know you can finance that car somewhere else. And so putting yourself in that position of power is amazing versus going to the same dealership when you have bad credit. You are literally in a position where you are just hoping and praying and crossing your fingers that they can somehow approve your application, right? So in that scenario, you are less likely to be negotiating the price of the car. You are less likely going to negotiate any additional add-ons or extended warranty. You are basically like a sitting duck and you're just hoping that they will actually give you some sort of loan approval and furthermore, you're not, gonna, you're not going to negotiate the interest rate, right? You're kind of going to be stuck with whatever interest rate you're given. And that really can put you behind the eight ball when it comes to financing because financing at very high interest rates is really going to cost you thousands of dollars extra versus someone who's financing a vehicle at a very low interest rate. And then not only are you going to be throwing away thousands of dollars, you're going to have a, have a very high monthly payment. And so when those monthly payments are exorbitantly high, it's going to put you again behind the eight ball. It may be a payment that you will have a very hard time keeping up. And then you might find times where you can't afford to make the car payment. And then you might be late. And then those late payments are causing your scores to go down. Then you are literally back in this financial spiral and causing your credit again to have more issues. So this kind of leads me into the second benefit of having good credit. It can save you thousands of dollars in interest payments when you are financing something like a vehicle or a home, right? You're paying on this for 30 years 
and financing at a lower interest rate because you have good credit can save you tens of thousands of dollars, right? So this is why having good credit, again, is so beneficial and so important. Now, the next benefit of having good credit is you can take advantage of some amazing investment opportunities. I have seen people, because they have good credit, they can take out private loans, personal loans at very low interest rates and take those same funds and invest it somewhere else and earn two, three, four times the interest that they are being charged. So for example, if you have excellent credit and you can get a personal loan at 3%, but you have an investment opportunity that can maybe earn you 20 to 25%, that is an amazing return on your money and you are essentially taking someone else's money to invest because maybe you don't have the cash or capital to do so, but because you have excellent credit, you can put yourself in a position to take advantage of that investment opportunity versus someone who does not have good credit and they do not have any, have any capital or savings to take advantage of the same investment opportunity you are now missing out on this opportunity to make some amazing money. So again, this is why it is so important to have good credit. Now, the other benefit of having good credit is that it does give you a certain level of credibility. When it comes to doing business with other entities, your credit matters. It will determine whether or not they want to do business with you. Especially if you are an entrepreneur, when you are first starting out and your business does not have any credit on its own, your personal credit is what lenders and potential business partners are going to look at and take into consideration. So that is also why it is so important to start focusing on your credit, especially if you are looking to become an entrepreneur, starting your own business, because again, your personal credit and finances absolutely matters. So the one thing I will have to say is that I wish that I knew more about credit earlier in my life. I know that once you turn 18, I would hear people say, you know, having good credit matters, stay away from credit cards, but no one ever really sat me down to explain to me what credit actually is how it actually works, and more importantly, how it can actually impact my life and the things that I want to do. And by the time I understood how it all worked, the damage had already been done, right? So that is why I like to use my platform to openly talk about credit and you know financial literacy because it is something that is so important to talk about and I really am trying to use my platforms to get to people wherever they are, but really I wanna get to people who are early in their credit journey and financial journey so they can avoid the mistakes and pitfalls that I have made. But regardless, I also like to use my platforms to let people know it's never too late to turn things around. If you've had bad credit and you always struggle with that, it doesn't matter. You can start putting in the work to get your credit to where you want it to be. If you've been bad with managing money, if you've been bad with saving money, none of that matters. Once you are ready to take that step and change your habits and change your mindset, 
you can make that change in your life. So again, that is why I'm really passionate about financial literacy because I have seen how it has changed my life once I really started to take it seriously and really start to put in the work. And this is also why it is so important to surround yourself with like-minded people. You know, I can say that I have learned a lot from people in my circle in regards to investing, in regards to real estate, in regards to cryptocurrency, because I don't claim to know everything and I'm always looking to expand my knowledge and also just expand my money, right? I definitely am in a position where I want to grow my net worth and my network does kind of equal my net worth. I know it's such a cliche saying, but it really does matter. I have learned about some amazing stock picks from people in my circle. And these are stocks that were never on my radar, but because I'm in a circle where we are having these conversations, it is making a financial impact in my life. You know, so this kind of goes back to the manifestation episode we were talking about. If most of your conversations are about gossip and complaining, you really need to stop having those conversations so often. If you are really at a point where you want to level up in your finances and you want to increase your net worth, you need to surround yourself with people who are of that same mindset. They are go-getters. They're trying to build. Now, I'm not saying we all need to be rich right now, but having a circle where everyone is working towards some ambitious and lofty goals is going to keep you motivated. It is going to keep you focused because this journey of, you know, your financial journey, it's not an easy one, right? And I always like to say life is hard and life is going to be a struggle, but you have to pick which struggle you want to deal with. Do you want to settle um, and struggle with bad credit or do you want to struggle with fighting for good credit? Do you want to struggle and continue to have no money in savings or do you want to struggle and bust your hump to increase your emergency fund? Either option you go with is not going to be easy, but one option is going to pay off while the other one is not. And if you are in a position where you don't really have anyone in your circle who you feel comfortable having these conversations with, or they're just not of that same mindset, then I want to encourage you to tap into the power of social media. There are so many Facebook groups, so many Reddit strings, so many Instagram profiles where you can literally go out and find people who are of the same mindset. And I think sometimes by talking to strangers sometimes about certain things might make it a little bit more comfortable because you're not worried about anybody counting your pockets. You're not worried about anybody judging your questions. So definitely tap into the power of social media because you can really learn a lot of things from so many people from different backgrounds who have different perspectives who are at different phases of their life, but they can all all add value to you. And then I also want to encourage you to pay that forward. As you are learning more things in your financial journey, don't keep that information to yourself. You know, pay it forward. 
Reach out to someone in your circle. Reach out to the new people that you see on these Facebook groups or you know, right, things like that and pay the knowledge forward. I know for myself, if I learn about a new stock that is really amazing and I believe in, I'm texting people in my circle to say, hey, you may wanna look into this stock because of X, Y, and Z. Now, of course, my recommendations aren't gospel by, by any means, and I'm not you know, the expert on every single thing when it comes to investing, but if there's an opportunity where I think I can make money, I'm going to share that with my circle. And then in return, they're doing the same thing. Again, like I mentioned a little while ago in this episode, I have people in my circle who will text me and say, hey, you should look at this stock. It's doing really, really well. This is why I believe in it. And so now that's something that's new on my radar. Now, of course, I'm going to do my own due diligence to see if it makes sense for my investment portfolio. But a lot of these recommendations have turned out to be phenomenal recommendations. And I've made some pretty good rate of return and in some cases some excellent rates of return so again as you are embarking on your journey please do not be selfish in the information that you are learning because you can definitely help someone else in their financial journey as well and it is so important to always pay it forward so that is it for today's episode i want to again thank you for stopping by and i look forward to talking to you soon Thank you for listening to another episode of the How to Stop Being Broke podcast. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to future conversations like the one we had today, make sure to subscribe because it is time for you to stop being broke and create a financial future you can be proud of.